This is the Rich Eisen Show. I call myself the Sully of audio. You're the Sully of a pregame. <laughs> and I'll give you that mark. I'm the Sully of the pregame. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. We may end up in the hot seat. The Rich Eisen Show. Mike Florio. What's the latest on Jimmy Garoppolo? I think they're going to have to cut him, and I think there's a good chance the Browns are going to have to cut Baker Mayfield. Earlier on the show, Villanova guard Colin Gillespie. Lions defensive end Michael Brockers. Still to come. ESPN Sports Center anchor Scott Van Pelt. And now. It's Rich Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air, and we have reached a crossroads of this program. Uh, I don't mean to sound too dramatic, but um, it's the truth. And what do I mean by this? I mean, we've been on the air seven-plus years. This fall will be eight-year anniversary of the Rich Eisen Show, and... um, T.J. Jefferson, um, you have done an exemplary job over the last two days. Not anything out of the ordinary. You bring you bring your A game every single day, and and I don't want you to feel left out, Jay Felly, oh, because good. you know you bring your own sense of self and essence and uh, body ink that uh, Del Tufo <laughs> doesn't bring to that seat. Okay, um, and now back brace. I think you're 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 handling your business very well. You got your one shot. You're doing a great job. That's, That's what's up. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate that chance. Okay. So um and that's chance the rapper. This is this is just a very long wind up. Scott Van Pelt's about to join us on this program, and um it'll be great. And so um the reason why I'm bringing this up is 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 you, TJ Jefferson, have uh done an exemplary job with Brockman saying, Hey, you know, I'm gonna I I I, I need a couple of days off. Uh, I'm going to Cabo. Yeah. Okay. With Sarah, Tiana, and uh, and Cage. Must be nice. International ca- <laughs> International Cage. Okay. I'm trying to be like you, my boy. Uh, and so he's there. Mm-hmm. You did a great job doing overreaction Monday yesterday. I thank you. I appreciate. Just terrific. Agreed. You came up with you came up you came up with the construct. Uh, you, you fed you fed the machine very well. Okay. You, you being and I'm machine. not the machine. No, no, no. no. The machine of of of, of you know. You placing something that is uh, being discussed uh, writ large by the sports community, mm-hmm. and I react to it, saying it's either an overreaction or, or not. And you included uh, the Oscars and Will Smith and, and Chris Rock in it as well. I mean, I you, you went topical. You went uh, sports. It was great. Um, in other words, I didn't miss Chris. And so <laughs> um, uh, another staple of this program that Chris Brockman does every now and then is the news. Uh-huh. Okay. And you're about to endeavor that. And we're at a, that's what I mean by a crossroads. So if you complete this uh, double dip mm-hmm. before he arrives back here tomorrow, then, um, you know, me bringing it up might be a little uh, more awkward than, than I'm planning it to be. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, full, full disclosure to my people at home. And, yes. you know, America and worldwide, I try to be real with you people. I'm a little nervous because I've never actually done the news on this show before. So I know that. We're going to see how this goes. Why are you nervous? It's just the news. Yeah, well, there's a billion people potentially watching me right now. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know. Well, now I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't get nervous. All right. So um, do we play the drop? Okay, we'll yeah. do it. Hit it. Hit it. Go for it. And now 
with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever. It's TJ Jefferson. Oh, nice! (laughs) Well done, Smidge and Jordan and everyone at home. Graphically, we just scratched out his name. Put me in there. Put you in there. Mama, I made it. And then you both, did you both jump in saying his name? No, I didn't. I think uh, Feller. Yeah, I didn't know that was going to yeah. be there. I was on the drop. I was on the drop. <laughs> you stopped, I, I you in. curb stomped your own drop. Yeah, I did. Thanks, Feller. I mean, first of all, you turn, first of all, you take my makeup artist and then you turn my mic yeah, off and now you're makeup ruining my artist. drop. Very you know, good. I mean, okay. So. Uh, you have the floor, all TJ. Right. Well, Rich, as you know, the NCAA has been getting roasted for years by mm-hmm. athletes, coaches, and administrators for their infractions process, you know? So now, get this, they have the backing of Senator Cory Booker and Marsha Blackburn. Now think about that. A Republican <laughs> and a, or a Democrat any, and a Republican two. working in harmony. Like, those two don't yeah. strike me as like... Yeah. Uh, uh, on the same page. Yeah, right. But the Democrat and Republican actually working in harmony together. Who would have thunk it? It's almost like that's what they should be doing for the benefit of the people. But hey, this isn't a political show, so we're not going to get into that. But basically, Rich, they're going to introduce a bipartisan bill that will, quote, establish strict requirements of the long maligned NCAA infraction process, overhauling the operation by involving the Department of Justice and U.S. Attorney General. That's very wordy. But basically, it's a 10-page bill that it's going to attempt to streamline the NC2A's investigative arm. So basically, it'll require inquiries to be done in a faster time. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to basically have eight months if there's a problem. NCA has to handle it. Um, let's see. The NCA, the bill says, cannot investigate violations that were alleged to have happened more than two years previous. The bill would prohibit the NCA from using confidential sources as an evidence for decisions. So it's kind of like our buddy Purr. Mm. Purr's out. Purr's out. Purr's out. You can't wow. use Purr no more. Purr's out. Purr is out. Close to the situation is no longer going to be allowed to be yeah. close to the situation. And the school can appeal punishments by using a three-arbiter panel, okay. different from the NCA's current appeals committee. Like I said, it's a 10-page thing, but so, they're trying to get things right. But more importantly, a Democrat and Republican are trying no, to work about together. To say, so and, here's my two takes on this one. So first of all, um, as anybody who paid even a slight iota of attention to the confirmation hearing that just took place um, in the Senate Judiciary Committee, yeah, on which rough. both Cory Booker and Marsha Blackburn sit, and see how both of them handled their um, their uh, queries of Judge Jackson. Mm-hmm. You would say these two can never agree on anything. Right. And we have found out just how bad the NCAA is <laughs> as what they do is that both Cory Booker and Marsha Blackburn are saying, am I right? Am I right? This is terrible. and We should do something about it together. So that just shows you. And then the other thing is, is the NCAA, you better get on it because... It's kind of what I tell my kids. When 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 my kids don't do something mm-hmm. and then they don't do it again. And then it's a third <laughs> time where we catch them with their Now I understand this is different from the infractions process. Say clothes on the floor. Mm-hmm. Not hung up. That would seem to be a common problem. Right. right? <laughs> uh the 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 uh, lack of 
uh, diligence and hand washing, you know, that sort of stuff. Listening, grit large, just listening. And it happens over and over again. We say to them, like, don't you prefer you handling it yourself rather than us coming in and telling you how it's going to be handled? Absolutely, I would. That's what we tell our kids all the time. Like, we try to reason. This is Senators Booker and Blackburn telling the NCAA, you don't want us coming in here. <laughs> right. You don't want these problems. <laughs> and if you think, well, nothing's going to pass Congress, hey, it's Booker and Blackburn. B&B. That's a hell of a B&B that you didn't think they could. So, so if they can get together, I think there can be some sort of consensus. That's what I'm saying. It's a wake-up call. Like, handle your business. Plus, you don't want you don't want Uncle Sam in your business. Oh, no, you don't. That's the whole point. Pick your clothes up off the floor. <laughs> what else you got over you there? You hear that coupons in? I know. I know Taylor's doing her business. It's those two. I'm what do you about. got over there? All right. What well, else? in some NFL news, the, the Red Rifle Andy Dalton. Where's he, where's he going? Home. Where's he going? He's going to head down to the Bayou. He just signed a one year deal with the, the Saints. Saints. It's going to back up Jameis. Well. Unless he turns Teddy two gloves and, and won't admit that he's the backup. But for now, we're assuming he's going to be there to back up Jameis Winston. Yeah, because Dennis Allen said Taysom Hill, well, Taysom of this is going to be the tight end, that's right? That's my next thing I have. Oh. Actually, you jumped the gun a little. Oh, sorry. You know, step back. <laughs> Let me handle this. We have a soundbite. We don't have the case. You know what? <laughs> yeah, it's not first time. No, yeah. no, it's, it, it's like the receiver and quarterback. Yeah. We, got it. We, we haven't done these reps outside of the. I wanted you to run it out and you ran a slant, but we'll get it right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry. So, uh, Hoskins, we actually have. Have, what do we got? We have some sound here from about who? This. From the Saints coach, Dennis Allen. <laughs> I think the role for Taysom um, really is going to be a lot more of the um, kind of F tight end, move tight end type of role. I think that's I think that's the direction that we need to move with him because I think he can be um, one of the better players in the league in that role. And, and so... Um, I don't like having Taysom, if Jameis is out there playing quarterback, I don't really like Taysom standing next to me on the sideline. Um, And so I think you'll see him more in that type of role. There you go. So Taysom Hill will be seeing some tight end reps. Taysom Hill's time as a quarterback has come to an end. It does appear so, right? Sean Payton. (laughs) Can you, do you have the what were they really thinking uh, drop somewhere? Uh, I don't know how Del Del Tufo, how he labels it. Uh, incorrectly or anything okay <laughs> <laughs> what were they but really i mean thinking? yeah this yeah, is what man. dennis allen wants to say on the subject matter off oh, screw it i oh, will just do it it'll be like hey do, rich do you have it do you have it uh, over there still looking sorry no, don't worry we're just about gonna, it. rich let me ask you a yeah. question what was dennis allen really what was thinking? dennis allen really thinking here's what he's thinking here's what he's thinking uh uh sean payton's not here anymore <laughs> Sean Payton's not walking through that door. Although he does seem to have like a little bit of the Sean Payton cadence while a talking bit. a little bit. I think he picked that up from Sean. You picked that up. Uh, but there. yeah, 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 yeah. You have it? Yeah. Hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. What were they really thinking? See, now that's production value. That is. Yeah, uh, Sean Payton's not around here anymore, folks. That was Sean's idea for Taysom Hill to be a quarterback. That's not mine. You know what? I want a defensive mind head coach. I don't need a guy who's just standing next to me. When he can actually be making plays out there just because I have to make sure he's healthy in case the other guy gets hurt. I don't want that anymore. Bring me Andy Dalton. I'd rather that. <laughs> and then I'd rather Taysom Hill make some plays. 
That's what he's really thinking. That's what he was thinking. And you know what? Also, this is the latest example of what if Tim Tebow had actually said, okay, I'll play tight end. Think about it. What if he's like, okay, I get it. You mean back then as back opposed to. Back in the day, not the Urban Meyer. Let's Meyer, go yeah. hire him before I kick my kicker. Yes. Like what if Tebow had said, yeah, you, I get it. I'll rock up more and let's go. And uh, one other thing, too. Andy Dalton being signed by uh, the um, the Saints. You know what that is? What's that? That's, he's Trevor Simeon Plus. That's what he is. How so? <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, his back, <laughs> Jameis' backup last year was Trevor Simeon. Oh, yeah, that's right. So he's actually, I'll, I'll, he's, he's Simeon Plus Plus, Andy Dalton. <laughs> so, Andy Dalton in the Florida Lee on the side of his helmet. How about that? Here we go. But I, I do think they are better with Dalton backing up Jameis and and Taysom Hill taking snaps. That's uh, I think that's a, that's a very that's a solid upgrade. maneuver. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yes. All right. What else? Oh, well, by, by, and by the way, his contract is pretty damn hefty for a tight end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, for a guy who would be sitting next to the coach for two-thirds of the plays, and I like the guy, Taysom. put him out there in the Exactly. Field, you know? And I like Taysom Hill. When he's come on this program, I, love, cool. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if he's t- terribly happy about not playing quarterback anymore. But he can be – by the way, how about that for an emergency three sitting out there? There you go. And I'm sure they will have packages for him. You know, rather yes. than do some – A Taysom package. Lines. A Taysom pack. Taste some of this, taste some of that. All right, news out of Buffalo, Rich. By the way, uh, way to transition yourself. <laughs> thank you. Sometimes Brockman doesn't do. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, news out of Buffalo. Like New York and Erie County have, have announced a $1.4 billion public public slash private deal. I don't yes. know how that works when you're dealing with that many commas and zeros because I don't got that many. But a deal for a new Buffalo Bills stadium on Monday. Which, public slash private means the owner's like, I'm not paying for all of it. So the, the taxpayers have to foot <laughs> Which is kind of rare anymore. $850 million of this. But my question to you is now Buffalo Bills are going to stay. They got a brand new shiny stadium. My question to you was, there, oh, look at that shouldn't rendering. have been a top on this stadium or no? No. No? No. Think about everything they could do in there. Well, first of all, here's a couple reasons. First of all, just money of it. Okay, the fact that the Pagulas are getting a single dime of public funds is kind of a shocker. I thought those days were long gone, especially when you're you're also seeing, because I'm, you know, I'm from New York State. I follow what goes on in my old home state. they're, They're already starting to talk about the budgets coming out. You're cutting funds for, you know, regular people. And so I understand economic development and trickle down or how it affects a community. And I just didn't know if the bills are really going to leave. But but the long story short is just dollars and cents. The five and a half billion dollar stadium that's just up the road from here that just hosted the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Okay, five and a half billion dollars. Do you know that the canopy over the stadium over SoFi Stadium, it's because it's not a dome. It's yeah. it's it, it the the roof rests on these columns that um, covers the stadium. It's not attached, right? Not completely sealed, right? It's 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 keep airflow correct. going. And- that alone, I was told, cost one and a half billion dollars alone. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Now. Okay, so I can't imagine how much it would cost to put a a lid on that pot. In Western New York. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo. I can't even imagine. So you're talking about just economically, uh, I'm sure it made people's heads explode and it was a non-starter. We're not, 
But also, you're you're talking about Buffalo Bills football. That's not you're not made to play indoors. Yeah, but you gotta play outdoors. You gotta get you you gotta look down. You here's the deal. You gotta look at Tyreek Hill, and I understand he played in 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 Kansas City, which mm-hmm. is no no day at the beach. But you gotta tell this offense that's speedy, fast, built on speed that Mike McDaniel's is building on speed, and you gotta tell that offense. You're coming to uh, Western New York, and you're looking at that schedule. You want to see the Dolphins at home every December. If that game gets scheduled in September, I'm sure the Bills are like, come on now. You want that team that practices and plays in 70 degrees to come up to you. You don't want to have them show up in a dome. And by the way, I say this fully aware that Mike McDaniel is also the guy that saddled up Debo Samuel you know, with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. So it's not like he's, you know, he know rinky-dink, all-fast football that can't, that's not weatherized properly. As a matter of fact, the Niners were more weatherized for that situation as it's been discussed in Green Bay. But aren't you also giving your team, the Bills, the optimum, like giving them the best possible conditions to win a football game as well? Okay, here's the deal. Um, here's how we're going to decide this. Um, Mike Hoskins is our uh, coordinating producer who is also at the controls. Yes. Uh, Mike, take TJ Jefferson for a second on his shot. He (laughs) is a diehard Bills fan. If you agree with me that the Bills cannot play football indoors of their own accord, switch cameras to me right now. (laughs) Radio folks, he just took my camera. He did. Bills fans don't want to play indoors. Come right, on it, was now. Just, it was just a thought. It was just a thought. Stop. Just Stop. a thought. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You Stop. know, as you know, I'm a Josh Allen fan, and I'm trying to give him the best p- conditions possible. Dude, to, they, uh, they, they burn inanimate objects to stay warm in the parking lot. That's how they. That's roll. right. That's how they Those roll. people will jump Please. off of vans through tables. Please. They really don't care. They about want to go indoors because yeah, they because they're they, they're, they're going to be uncomfortable. Rich. Yeah, I forgot Please. about Bills Mafia. You're right. They don't feel uncomfortable. They want to make the others coming in feel uncomfortable. And I think Bill hashtag Bills Mafia agrees with me right now. You're right, and you know what. I'm not someone who won't change my opinion. I had a thought. I listened to what you said, yeah. and now I realize you're right. So, yeah. and, and how often does that happen by the guy who normally does the news? Well, I mean, <laughs> never. Know, I, I'm not here to kick a man this when is, he's not here. I, I am. I'm here for that. <laughs> and Rich, you also well done. Well, I, I got one <laughs> more for you. If you we want got it. one more. I mean, I got like three more, but I'll give you one. Well, hold on a second. How about this? We go to Van Pelt. Oh yeah, we got Scotty. And, and then we got on the other side. You'll finish the rest of your news. I mean, because I was nervous. No, I'm not. So I'm ready to You're go. You're on a roll you know now. <laughs> Let's do this. Plus, before we go to break, Mercedes-Benz wants to ask you, when was the last time you seriously considered your dream? It's more likely than not. It's been a very long time. So what happened? It's time for you and your dream to get back together. Think about it. You could live the van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. You could tour around all 423 national park sites, build a mountain cabin with your dad, start your own business. It's really whatever you dream up. And it's a Mercedes-Benz van we're talking about. So expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. Expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It runs like, well, guess what? A dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership near you and get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. When we come back, we'll stroll down Sports Center memory lane, Stuart Scott memory lane, talk Carolina and Duke and Masters with Scott Van Pelt. 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Let's place this aside for the moment. We've been talking quite a bit uh, about this uh, this moment, and I just want to focus again on uh, the Final Four that's coming up this weekend because, you know, I, I left here yesterday and I thought to myself, you know, I, I always bring his name up, trying to keep his name alive, his legacy alive. Anytime yeah. there's a big sporting event, I, certainly in, in the basketball world, I think, what would Stuart Scott think? And now you've got um, his beloved Tar Heels on a remarkable run uh, sparked by ruining the Cameron indoor party for Coach K in his final home game as coach. And now here they are facing each other for the first time ever in the NCAA How? tournament, and it's in the final four, and they could send Coach K into retirement. And I just think to myself, what would Stewart think? And I thought, who would be great to talk about it? And um, it's, it's, it's this next guest joining me on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, one of my favorite people, keeping the... Old school sports center light and spirit alive every single night at midnight with his version of the show. He is Scott Van Pelt on the Mercedes Benz Vans phone line. How you doing, Scott? Better. Been been too long. Been too long. And uh, it has been. I, 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 you know how this goes in this business, right? Like your your friends that you watch, and I'll I'll see you whether it's some clip I see on Twitter or wherever, and and hopefully vice versa. Somehow you're you're vaguely aware of what we're doing, and and uh, but this is so much better to actually you know sort of shake hands and hug from afar. So it, thanks for having me it back. It is exactly that. And, you know, um, I, I was thinking of you the other day um, because I, I, whenever Stuart pops in my brain, I think of the folks at SportsCenter and ESPN who were there with him back in the day. And Stuart pops in my brain anytime um, North Carolina does well in anything. And I, I'm like, you know, who can I call 
to reach out to to have this conversation about Stuart Scott and what we're seeing right now, because what we're seeing right now is not just a run by North Carolina. The fact that here they are again, now in the final four against Coach K again after what happened at Cameron, and this could be Coach K's last game or not, and it's their first final four appearance. This is off the charts, and I'm like, I got to call Scott and just throw that in your lap, which I just did. Scott, Love it. Uh, you know. And, and- it makes me it makes me smile to think about uh, you know our friend and it it made me remember being on the set at, at, uh, at ten years ago now hmm. which is impossible to fathom but it's 2012 and Stuart and I are going to follow Duke Carolina <laughs> and it's in Chapel Hill and uh, Carolina is is winning fairly comfortably most of the game and then it's one of those things that happens in rivalry games where it starts to, uh, maybe Duke's got a shot here, maybe Duke's got a shot here. Well, Austin Rivers hit the shot. They went at the buzzer, 85-84. Now, this is very inside TV, but I'll explain it in a way that would hopefully make sense if you don't do TV. When you're following a live event and the director gets in your ear, the IFB, the thing that's in your ear, and says, next count to us, what that means is, the, the event is, is live. They've just hit this miraculous shot. But in 20 seconds, you're on. And Stuart and I are meant to follow this game. And you know it's got a massive audience because the game's incredible. And Carolina has just lost like this. And their next count to us, and they're counting it down. And Stuart and I are just standing there silence. And I look at him, and I say, if, if you leave, I'll understand. <laughs> 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 if that happened to Maryland, I'm gone. I'm leaving now. And he's like, no. He's like, no, no. He just gives you like that. Like he gave you like yeah. his hand. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. And of course, the red light comes on, and no one's better. And he managed to just eat that gigantic L that Duke cooked up for him. And we did a show, and I just was smiling and laughing, thinking about that because there's nothing you can do um, when you have. Experienced when, when the world knows, and you do it with Michigan, I do it with Maryland, he did it with Carolina. We're, we're all from somewhere. That's where we're from. Yes. And, uh, and he was proud of it, and he wore it proudly, and, and he wore it valiantly in defeat. And that night was defeat. But my God, Rich, the idea of Carolina and Duke in the Final Four, I happened to be in Cameron for that final game where, uh, for Coach K, and Carolina played brilliantly. And I think it changed their season, and I also think it changed Duke's season because it got their attention. Yes, it did. Um, it's just remarkable. Imagine this. I want you to think about this. Ohio State, Ohio State hosts – no, Michigan hosts Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh has become the winningest football coach in the history of college football. Ohio State comes to Ann Arbor in, in uh, Harbaugh's last game, and they beat him. And then Harbaugh and Michigan get a chance to play Ohio State in the college football playoff. Mm. And imagine what you'd feel, because that's what Stewart would be feeling right now. Yeah, because it, it, there, there, there really is. That's I'm trying to put it in any sort of perspective here, and the only thing they can come to it is you know Packers Bears in an NFC Championship game. You know, although that 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 wound up a uh, you know in the hands of Caleb Haney a couple of years ago. You know. <laughs> All due respect. <laughs> With the, All due respect. I should have I should have front loaded it because that does sound disrespectful the way I said it. Right. Um, you know, and then you know Yankees Red Sox ALCS, and but you know it wasn't like the end of Tory's career, and I don't even know you know if Tory even with win all, all those winning all that winning you know 
he wasn't there for 40 years like Coach K and isn't the winningest manager in the history of baseball. Like, right. you can't, right, but, I don't know but, if this is any comparison. Red Sox, Yankees, anyway. Red Sox right. Yankees, we've seen it. We, it's right. happened. Right. Like, as crazy as it is, it, it, it's happened. Yes. I mean, this is Auburn, Alabama in the, in the playoff. It's, it's Ohio State, Michigan in the playoff. It's something that has never happened in the history of clearly one of the greatest rivalries in sports, and now it's happening. And it's not just happening, Rich, it's happening as Mike Krzyzewski, the winningest coach that we've ever had, is leaving. And you, if you're Carolina, as, as fantastic as it was for you to go into Cameron and spoil the party, imagine if you get to end his career. Mm, mm. <laughs> like, like no one from Duke ever gets to say anything to you ever again. You close up shop. That's it. You just wave your hand and go, no, 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 stop talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> Right? Yeah. It's the Farrell Riley scene in uh, Step Brothers. Shut, 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 shut your mouth. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's essentially what is on the line, right? Yeah. And and uh, that and that, and again, that's why I, I think of Stewart. You know about what he would be thinking uh, oh. about this. And this is, you, you know, we use hyperbole all the all the time in what we do for a living, Sean Van Pelt, but. This is the biggest Duke Carolina game ever, and I don't know how there could be another because there won't be another Coach K, right? There won't be another first time that they meet. I mean, Hubert Davis being involved in it is is an, an interesting plot twist, you know. Um, For sure. But this is the biggest Carolina Duke game ever, and there won't be another like it. You could make that case easily. No, and then know? and then the fact that the the other game, right? Like. You feel, Villanova and Kansas are, I mean, and this is, I, mean, this is, I don't know if it's even a debate necessarily, but I mean, yes. as, as, the, as the Blue Bloods go, Nova's new to it in a sense because, you know, they don't have the history that dates back 60 years or whatever. But, I mean, when you're top 10 all-time in Final Fours and you're top 10 all-time in, in titles won, then in my, my opinion, you're, you're a Blue Blood. Jay Wright, I think, is, is the, the next K in, in the sense of a guy that, Never has to leave where he is for anything, and I think will will be the statesman of the game from where he is um, for as long as he chooses to be there. But what I'm getting at is it's them against Kansas, who's also on that list of team that's won a ton of titles and has gone to a boatload of Final Fours, and they're sort of like the other game, right? Yeah. I mean, it's they're massive, massive programs um, who won titles, you know, in recent memory, and yet. It's Carolina Duke at nine forty on on a Saturday night in New Orleans. My God, it's like look, we are guilty of hyperbole, and Lord knows, uh, you worked here. I do work here. We're capable of of, of making it uh, a bit nauseating at times right. at, at the shop, right? We can because we can the tonnage of conversation about it just gets to be like enough. But in this case, if anything's justifying it in sports, this justifies it. Um, and, and the fact that Carolina did go to Cameron and win already, which really launched them and changed the whole trajectory of their season, um, it's it's what makes what we are lucky enough to do talk about sports so much fun. Uh, and it's you know it's only Tuesday, and I have nothing to do with this game, but I'm just I'm, I'm pacing around my kitchen right now, like like throw the ball up, let's go. I know that's amazing, Scott Van Pelt here on the Rich Eisen Show, and you just mentioned the the tonnage uh, of coverage. That is uh, potentially weighty for the fans to consume, you know, with Coach K in his final Final Four, and it's against UNC, and you know the coverage can be uh, significant. 
Uh, but that would only be a walk in the park if Tiger appears at Ma- at the Masters at Augusta National yeah. the following week. Do you think that's possible, Scott Van Pelt? Rich, I have gone from waving. Remember the waving my hand? Shut sh- 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 your mouth. <laughs> coming off stupid. Yes. I'm coming off stupid. You're wearing tuxedos to an interview for cleaning bathrooms. Sorry, I'm doing stepbrothers. Yes. Um, I would have... I did dismiss that. I, I just, it, it was not happening. There's no chance this is happening. Right. And now it's the Tuesday before the Masters week, and it's, it's not not happening. It, it's, it's, there's enough of a, of a waft of the possibility in the air. And, and here's, where I, here's, what I, here's what I know, is that I don't know, all right? I don't know if, if he can, but it certainly appears, Rich, that they're, that they're going to kick the tires on how he how he feels about it and the thing about augusta national as has been mentioned so often is it is the hilliest golf course yep. that, that that players uh compete on in major championships and the man nearly lost a limb and so you can roll your eyes about golfers on athletes and then uh, fine but i'll promise you this walking when you play golf do you walk or do you ride i don't know a ton of people that walk because at the end of it, you're like, man, that's more than you thought. Well, Augusta is a walk that is that, that taxes players in a different way. And so if he can do it, it, it wouldn't shock me if he tried. And you know, um, a guy that I work with, whose name you'd know, and again, this is inside TV, but he's legendary in our business. His name's Mike McQuaid, and oh, he's the yes. guy I work for doing, doing golf. And we were talking about it last night. I said, like, so this is will we talk about anything else prior to Thursday morning. And he said, well, of course. But just the idea of Tiger on a range swinging a, a club that he's going to play Thursday morning, uh, it would be, it'd be a lot to, for us to discuss. And it would be great for every other player because then they could just very casually <laughs> stroll down the, down the middle of the fairway doing their work and nobody would be talking about him or paying attention to him because just the idea that Woods was back giving it a go would be, uh, Storyline A, but you think wherever he is right now, he's sitting there thinking about it. You think that he's he's going through whatever um, physical Tiger? paces he needs to. Yes, I do. I I I have known him a long time, and I know that he is he. If there's a if there's a, it's the old Arnold Palmer, right? Where if you're in the woods, but you kind of see that window between the trees, you're like, <laughs> yeah. you're it through there, maybe. Yeah. Well, hell, let's find out. <laughs> I mean it. And I don't know, using that analogy, I don't know if he's got a small window or if he feels like he's got, I got an opening here. Let's, let's see. I mean, only he knows physically how he feels. But if he, he, I think he did an incredible job of just poking that balloon anytime he was asked, right? When he was, when, when they were out in your neck of the woods at Riviera and he was on CBS with Jim Nance and he was talking about, well, look, I, I mean, it was just dismissive, entirely dismissive. Like, I just, I haven't had a chance to practice. I mean, I can't, you can't go there and do this unless mm-hmm. you could do A, B, C, and D, and I just haven't been able to do that. Well, if he's been able to do that between then and now, and he has, you know, any shot of, of giving it a go, here's the thing, Rich. He's, he's won it, and he's allowed back as long as he's, as he's ambulatory and wants to compete. So it's not like he goes out and shoots a big number and doesn't get to come back. I mean, nothing ventured, nothing gained, right, if, if he can do it. So, I don't know, maybe I'm talking myself into something crazy here. Um, and maybe, maybe he doesn't. But it just the fact that we're even having the conversation I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought was possible uh, a week ago. And now it's like there's, there's enough chatter about it that I, you know, I wonder. 
Just to bring it all full circle then, Scott, since, you know, you and I are professional bringing it all full circle people. Yeah, uh, among talk, the best, I think. T- thumping, well, you know what, um, I, I, I agree. Um, so putting it all together, if UNC beats Duke and then cuts down the nets and then Tiger reappears at Augusta after everything, then we know Stuart Scott is pulling some levers wherever he's sitting right now above us. Yeah. Then we know and that. I- that would be and a I'd fact. Tap, and I'll tap my chest and point my finger to the sky and say, my man, we, <laughs> we, we're thinking of you as we often do, and we appreciate you. That, yes. that would certainly indicate that, uh, that he's, got some, he's got some sway. He's got some sway. He's got some juice. We all know he does as we turn our pillow over to the cool side. So I'll tell you this story uh, in letting you go. I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but um, Stuart, Scott, and I were at a Jimmy V golf tournament, the uh, famed Jimmy V, uh, the V Foundation um, uh, charity and there was the golf tournament down in Raleigh um, and it was huge man back in the day late 90s Michael Jordan would be there and 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 uh, Charles Barkley and all the all the college coaches would be there in Raleigh in the middle of the summer so Stuart and I pull up we're getting ready to play golf and we're at the bag drop at the at the golf course and who pulls up but Mike Krzyzewski Okay, in the car, and he drops off his bag at the bag drop, and we watch him maneuver his car to go back to the parking lot, and it was a K-turn. We watched him make a K-turn in his car, and Stuart and I looked at each other and were like, did we just watch Coach K make a K-turn in his car? And it's similar to that Sports Center commercial, like you and him watching Arnold Palmer making an Arnold Palmer. <laughs> it literally was a real-life This Is Sports Center commercial. With Stuart and I watching that, how how is nobody how, how is how is no one rolling tape? Because it's before the, the, Twitter, the before everything. You know, those, the most iconic of those spots are just those: <laughs> Arnold Palmer making iced tea and lemonade, and Stuart. What, there's nothing to say. You, you watch the man make a K turn. Now, did Stuart go casually walk over and key the man's car? Tell the- <laughs> no, I do believe one of the people he dropped off was Roy Williams, who Stuart would always tell because he was with Kansas at the time that he was at the wrong school. You know, he would tell Roy frequently that uh, he needed to come home, which he eventually did, as we all know. But yeah. no, he did not. Stuart, I, you know, <laughs> Stu definitely loved Coach K and everything about it. But when it all came down to it, I, I think it was a Duke Carolina game that Stuart and I, when we were first paired together, we were on right after on like an 11 o'clock sports center. And Dick Vitale mentioned us, hey, stick around for Rich and Stu. What a great team they are. And mm-hmm. we looked at each other like, OK. Where we have arrived, and you know, right just to bring it all you know together, Mike McQuaid, who you just mentioned, was the the producer the, in the ear of Dan and Keith for the Big Show, and um, so we were trying to, you know, um, be just as big as them or as significant as that team. And when we heard Dick say that, we kind of looked at each other like, okay, this is pretty cool, <laughs> you know. That's, you know what? That's that's such a great story because you know Dick Dick has that kind of. Thing, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. where he he was, I mean, not a kingmaker in the sense, but but if he oh, took yeah. note, if he took note of, of who you were at a time before you became what you became, right? That's a little bit of you, you know, get your chest a little swollen and feel good about it, and then you you know, off you go and you do a show. And what what, what fun it is to remember, right? Uh, no you, doubt, you did it. I was lucky enough to do it. Sit there with Stewart following a Carolina Duke game, and you know, and now now here comes the biggest one there's ever been. That's. Uh, I, you did. You did me a favor by uh, by reaching out because I got a gigantic smile on my face thinking about my friend and uh, 
and uh, you know, I appreciate that. It's great fun to remember. You're the man, Scott Van Pelt. Love you, brother. Let's do this more often. And any time I could be of any, uh, you know, guest service to you, I'm always around. You know that. My man, I appreciate you. Uh, be well, Rich. Until next time, stay good, okay? You're the man. At not the fake SVP, a must follow on Twitter. I do it. You should as well. Scott Van Pelt here on the Rich Eisen Show. Some old school stuff right Bringing there. Bringing back sweet memories. I'm huh? telling you, I do remember. I th- I think it was Carolina North, uh, Duke. Stu, Stu and I were following it. I forget which game it was, but I just do remember, you know, we're sitting there coming up next, and Dickie V, when they read, you know, I think it was probably Mike Patrick doing the game with Dick or something Mike like Patrick. that. Remember that? Yeah. And I, I, awesome, baby. I, think, I think it was that combination, and Stewart's, when he's like, hey, Stuart, Rich Eisen and Stuart Scott sitting or getting ready to do sports after, and Dick's like, Stu and Rich, they're terrific. I watch them all the time. They're incredible. They're wonderful. You got to stick around to it, whatever. And Stu and I were kind of looking at each other. Got like, ma- he became made cool. men at that well, point. Well, uh, right? that's when we went from diaper dandies to PTPs, <laughs> you know? And um, so I send my best to Dick, too. You know, he's out there. He's tweeting about how he's going through yeah, chemo cancer and treatments. And, and those Jimmy like V's, those Jimmy V's dick was there. And when he got up on the stage and started talking to the crowd about the seriousness of cancer and let's beat cancer, he, I mean, my, I'm getting goosebumps just hearing the way he would speak in the room. And it was just so opposite the guy that you saw on television. Mm-hmm. And it was so jarring the first time I saw it. And I just remember about like, who, how, how in the world are you not given after hearing that? Yeah. Like sidewinder of a speech in a room. And uh, so the fact that he's going through his own um, experience right now with cancer, we, you know, I send my best to him. Absolutely. Love that guy. Called me on my honeymoon. Oh, yeah? I never told that story well, to I, I'll it, tell you the story right. when I come back. Might eat into your one last item for your news. <laughs> and then there's uh, the, the, S, the uh, SVP of um, football ops has spoken about the taunting rule. That's Troy oh, Vincent. Okay. Let's take a break. Lots to get to before we close up shop. On a busy Tuesday. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Back here, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. 
Um, real quick, Dick Vitale, uh, after I left ESPN, mm-hmm. um, or you know, got shown the door, however you want to put it. Um, <laughs> you left. You I left. was not renewed, as ESPN uh, called it. You chose the path less uh, travel. Whatever. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm on the. I'm on my honeymoon. It happened, by the way, ten days before I got married to Susie, and I'm driving on the A1 in a rental car in Italy, and people are. I mean. I don't know how you say tailgating in Italian, but they're not afraid of it. <laughs> okay, going real fast. And I'm like, uh, it's wild. Phone rings, my phone rings, and Susie's like, I'll get it. She answers it, and it's Dick Vitale calling. He got my number to call me how upset he was that I wasn't with ESPN anymore. And he really? wanted to tell me how much, you know, uh, it, it, it bothered him and wished me luck. Oh, that's dope. And I'm like, it's so fitting that I'm in Italy and you're calling me, Dick, you know? (laughs) And I knew knew it had to be somebody serious on the phone that Susie's like, I'm answering this. All these crazy Italians are tailgating us and I'm, you know, I'm... We're just married, and I, I, I'm, I'm not really trusting how you're driving. And she actually hands me the phone to talk while I'm on the phone. I'm like, it must be, <laughs> is this the president? It's got to be important. It was Dick. I think we have that call here. Mitch Eisen is awesome, baby, with yeah. a capital A. There it is. <laughs> you know, Rich, also, well just like, you know, the whole Stuart Scott situation, you know, obviously I'm no Stuart Scott, but it's someone who used to, in college, and I've told you, I used to write my stuff. You know, mm-hmm. my basketball stories, I mm-hmm. put hip hop lingo in there. Just, mm-hmm. you know, hearing this talk about Stewart and knowing what he meant. And then like, in a very weird sense, sitting here with you daily, it's just it, every now and then I catch myself and I go, wow. Like, because mm-hmm. such a Stewart fan, watch you guys on Center. you know, the vernacular, the language he used, the way he presented his sports. And it's just like for me to be sitting here sometimes, I do kind of catch myself like, wow, this is rich. And Stuart used to sit with Rich, and I used yeah. to sit and watch Stuart and Rich, and this is crazy to That's me It's nice of you man. to voice that. And again, it's my pleasure to have a platform in which I could keep bringing his name up. Yeah. You know, it's been a while since he's passed, and I just don't want him to be forgotten or his name needs to be kept alive. Yeah, no I doubt. take that very seriously. And I've, anybody who's known him, like Scott or, or Susie Kalber, right, um, Laura Oakman is mm-hmm. another person who was really, really tight with Stu. And I know I'm leaving some names out. Um, Seems like everybody that he came yeah, in contact Yeah, but there with. are some people who are particularly really tight with him. I'm sure, yeah. And, um, you know, just it's important to bring it up. Before we go out the door, hey, Bills fans, I know you're upset about the way that things ended in Kansas City mm-hmm. this year. Um, how does the NFL saying today that – there were 61 penalties called for taunting this year, but four of them that they missed. And one of the team, one of the ones that they missed was Tyree Kill giving the deuces to go into the end zone. Well, we all said we How about that, that one? Now, now the Bills did, as we know, score again to take the lead and um, you kind know, of wipe that off. Yeah. yeah, but that moment, the league says, should have been flagged. I don't think it should be flagged. We were but all the glad way that they were calling the, the the way when it wasn't, I was relieved when they didn't. But yeah. the way that they were calling it all year long, I was surprised that they didn't. Here was Troy Vincent, the uh, man in charge of football ops in the NFL, what he had to say today. Troy, you talk about the taunting rule and how many, you talked about the statistics of the calls that were made and how many of those were bad. On the flip side, I think fans' frustration with this rule is the missed calls. I mean, we all saw Tyreek throw up the peace sign at the Bills defenders and not get called. Did y'all do the other way of 
we missed this many calls that should have been called for taunting? Yes, ma'am, and Tyreek was one that was missed. Um, so we, we looked at both. The, the Tariq Hill uh, play that you were talking about, that was a missed call, should have been called. And then there was a few, I remember there was a wide play in Pittsburgh that him and someone else in the Baltimore game. But it's important to acknowledge in the videos is the, the ultimate, you know, that's where we all can look at and say, this is what we want. This is what we don't want. So we understand the fans feel, but uh, it goes back to the players know. And, uh, you know, you, you, it just leads to bad outcomes, and the game becomes personal ball. And then that's what, that's what you don't want. You just try, you want to, you, we want to avoid that. So, but, yes, man, we did acknowledge. We looked at everything. By the way, I love that he's got his Walter Payton Man of the Year pin on his lapel, yeah. which is awesome. The other thing is is that the problem is the NFL just shouldn't be in the business of, of being the judge of what's considered taunting and what Let's isn't. That like that is, that, is, that is, as you know, particularly um, fraught with problems, certainly because uh, and my answer to his answer would be to just stare at him. And that, as you know, <laughs> is a taunt. You're taunting me right now. If you're Cassius Marsh. <laughs> That'll wrap it up for this edition of The Rich Eisen Show. 